Hey, 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 everybody. My name's Ryan Atkinson, and you are on the Business Cloud. Today, we have a new type of episode. We don't have an interview, actually, but we are going to be discussing a company that I think you will love, a company that I love, and that is Whoop. Um, Whoop is on a mission to unlock human performance uh, by giving you all-inclusive data just about your recovery, your strain, your sleep performance. Um, it's a really cool company and a company that I use personally. Uh, this is why I like them so much is I can talk about them. Uh, so I'm super excited for this episode. We're going to be talking about what they do, dive more into those metrics. We're talking about the found one of their founders, Will Ahmed, um, and why I like him. I'm a big fan of good leaders, and uh, he's one of my favorite entrepreneurs right now. I really like his story and what he's doing. We're going to be talking about their investors who they have, people why people like Patrick Mahomes, Kevin Durant, and like Rory McIlroy invested in them. Um, they're gaining huge traction, and we have a really cool story about the PGA Tour um, and how they had to get a thousand players, a thousand uh, straps to players, caddies, and essential personnel. Um, so it's a really fun episode. We'll also talk be talking about some of the two things that I don't love about Whoop, um, and then we'll wrap up with why I am excited for Whoop and the future and why I will keep using them. Um, and so if you enjoy this episode, please click press follow subscribe anything uh whatever that button may be um it really does help uh the support i really do appreciate it um so i'm super excited for this episode let's jump in and get you guys known a little bit more about whoop so what does whoop do um why do people love them why do i use them why do so many other people use them um, well, as Will Ahmed, their CEO, says, they are on a mission to unlock human performance, um, which I think is a pretty cool uh, statement that he says. And I think that is actually really true because they're giving you um, the optimal balance of how hard you should work yourself that day through different metrics of like recovery, sleep performance, and strain. Um, just high-level overviews of all of these. Recovery, it essentially tells you how recovered you are, um, how recovered you got throughout the night. Um, you can be in the green, the yellow, or the red. And based off of these percentages, they tell you um, how sufficiently recovered you are, how ready you are to take on strain. Uh, the algorithm, um, it bases off heart rate variability, your resting heart rate, sleep, and respiratory rate. Um, so they are obviously grabbing a ton of data um, and spitting it back out there for you to tell you how recovered you are. Um, sleep performance, they tell you how, what's your sleep need for the night? Maybe you need eight hours and 20 minutes of sleep, but you only got eight hours. Well, your sleep performance seems like 95% or somewhere around there. I don't know the exact numbers. Um, and it also tells you, which is really cool, which is one of my favorite features, is it tells you throughout the night when you're like in light sleep, deep sleep, REM, how many disturbances you had throughout the night, the efficiency. Um, a quick note on the disturbances. If you think you wake up like three times a night, it's actually more for me anyways. I thought it was only three times, but I usually wake up about nine or 10 times a night, which is pretty crazy. I don't know what the average is. I was trying to find some research on that. I couldn't find anything. Um, and then strain, which is probably the most important metric uh, right next to recovery. That's probably 1A and 1B. Um, it measures how long or like how hard you essentially work that day on a scale of zero to 21. Um, if you were, if you lightly, uh, if you lightly, if you had like a light day, you were zero to nine, moderate 10 to 13, high strain 14 to 17 and all out 18 to 21. Um, I know I just threw a ton of, ton of measurements out there, ton of data out there, ton of terms out there. Um, but it is really cool. Um, I, I've seen like my resting heart rate at night. I'm anywhere between like 48 and 53. Um, and just having that measurement in mind, I can know how healthy, you know, really my body is compared to like the average person that's my age. Um, I think I'm actually slightly better than what the average is. Um, so it's just, it's kind of nice, a peace of mind. Um, 
one of the first things that when I got the whoop is I didn't want the recovery score to really, you know, determine my day, that psychological factor of like, oh my God, I'm only a 33. Um, uh, I'm not going to train hard, but it also, I look at whoop as a tool that essentially lets you take those decisions, make better decisions, have that data. There's a term out there. You can't, um, you can't manage what you don't measure. Uh, and so being able to just know how well rested you are throughout the night, um, it just really makes you mindful of decisions you make throughout the day. Um, one example I can give is drinking alcohol. Um, if I have over like three drinks a night, my recovery score plummets. It plummets off of the grid, essentially. I remember on my graduation weekend, I woke up one morning with a recovery score of 1%. Um, so obviously the night before, I was getting, had a few drinks in me. Sorry, mom and dad for saying that. Had a few drinks in me, enjoyed the night. Um, my resting heart rate that night was actually like 79. I think I was like pounding Red Bull and vodkas, um, which is probably... Not good for the heart, um, and it's like I said, it's usually between like forty and fifty-three. So it really does make you uh, conscious of the decisions that you're making throughout the day. It really makes you think, okay, maybe I should probably put this phone down and go to sleep. Um, throughout some of their like monthly uh, personal assessments that they give you, they tell you your recovery score was up twenty-one percent when you read a book, um, and you just log this in a journal each day, which is really cool. Um, it's really exciting. Um, so that's what one of the reasons why I liked Whoop and what they have done for me and what they do. Essentially, they just kind of give you that, you know, that data there to make decisions, to optimize decisions, to optimize your life um, and telling you you're really well recovered today. Let's push your body extremely hard. Um, and so that's from my perspective is one of the reasons why I like it. I know I'm just like a casual, like I like to work out. I like to be active, but for like real pro athletes, like this would just be just groundbreaking because you can know how hard your body, um, how hard it should be pushed that day based off of your recovery, based off on how well you slept. Um, it's just really, it really makes you mindful about it. Um, you just wear it on your wrist, uh, wear it all the time. Um, battery pack, you just slide it on there when it needs to be charged. Um, and so this is what Whoop does. They are unlocking human performance by telling you your recovery score, your sleep performance score, your strain for the day, how hard you should push your body and making you conscious of those decisions uh, that you make throughout the day so you can live a better life, so you can be more optimal throughout the day. Um, and just me as a consumer, that's why I really liked it. It makes me conscious of the decisions that I'm making. If I'm eating too, too close to bedtime, my recovery score goes down. Um, it's just really amazing what the data shows when you are making these lifestyle factors, lifestyle decisions. So that is what Whoop does at a high-level overview. Um, I'm, I am I love it, I'm going to be honest, um, but that is just a high-level overview about what they do and how it has impacted my life in the one and a half months that I've been in. So now we'll talk about one of the main reasons I got it was actually Will Ahmed's background. He's the CEO of Whoop. And I'll talk a little bit more about him, the idea, um, and just more about Will Ahmed and being the CEO of Whoop. So now that we have a little bit of a background on what Whoop does, let's talk about one of their leaders. And this is one of their co-founders and CEO, Will Ahmed. Um, I'm a really big fan of Will um, and his entrepreneurial journey. I think that he's a badass dude um, who has really accomplished a lot already at a young age. He was, uh, in 2017, he was named 30 under 30 for Forbes, Forbes 30 under 30 at uh, age 27, which is super cool. Um, and he also went to Harvard. He graduated from Harvard. Uh, I think it was a degree in government and economics. Um, and he's also played squash, which was very cool. Um, and he was a co-captain when the team placed third in nation. So Will is a pretty, pretty cool dude. Um, pretty sweet. Um, I listen to his Woo podcast pretty religiously every week. He interviews some like high level people. 
Um, and he's just a really cool dude. He seems really chill and all their conversations are great just about the impact of, let's say, like visualization, meditation, um, eating late before you go to bed. Um, and just all of his conversations he seems to have are very engaging. Um, and he actually, um, I, I guess it could be used as like advertising marketing for Whoop. Um, that's actually one of the reasons that I got involved with Whoop. Um, I think I was listening to one of their podcasts and it really struck me. I was like, holy shit, like this is kind of the future. This is the wave. And so was listening to that. Uh, Will, without him knowing, was nurturing me into buying Whoop. Um, and I was actually listening to an episode with the Navy SEAL the day that I bought Whoop. And I was like, okay, I'm finally going to do this. Did it. Have loved it since. Um, but the idea, he really came from reading 500 medical papers, um, and he wrote a paper himself on how to continuously understand the human body. I think he was curious, um, if I recall from one of the episodes, that uh, he was curious what the impact of recovery was um, on actual performance. Um, and so he read all these medical papers about um about recovery and what it means for the body. Um, and it's really took off. Uh, that was his business plan that he essentially said. Um, and I was reading an article from CNBC make it. Um, and so he basically says, I'm going to read this off. Actually. Um, I became an entrepreneur because I became very obsessed with solving a problem that I faced personally in my life. I kept thinking about this problem of not understanding your body and not knowing enough information about the human body. I cared, I cared more about solving a problem than I did about starting a company, although it turns out starting a company was the way to do it. My research ultimately came a need to build technology to solve that problem, and that is what he is doing. He is doing a phenomenal job building Whoop. Um, I really like Will. Um, I'm a big fan of studying successful entrepreneurs, and he definitely falls into that category. Um, so you guys definitely have to check out the Whoop podcast. Um, and that's just a little bit more about Will. I thought it'd be important to include this just so you know who the leader is behind this and what his accomplishments are. Um, I'm super excited for Whoop and what they're going to continue to do um, and under Will's leadership. So now we'll move over to the investors. I'm super excited about this topic because they have a ton of cool investors. Um, so let's jump into more of their investors and who are funding them. So now we can move into to some of the key metrics that, you know, really stand out to me uh, with Whoop. Uh, just so you guys know, LeBron James and Michael Phelps were two of the first 100 Whoop clients that they actually had. Uh, Will actually had a really good podcast on how he got hooked up with LeBron James, was through his trainer. He gave a really good entrepreneurial tip where, like, the key to getting to these big guys is getting attached to someone really uh, – or associated to someone really close with them. Um, and that's essentially, they reached out to LeBron James' trainer. The, his trainer said, yes, it was a good idea, and got LeBron James on it. Uh, he also talked about how LeBron James in a Kia commercial actually wore it, and Will thought that that was really cool just because this is LeBron James uh, basically advertising for free Whoop in a Kia commercial, um, which is really sweet. And then, of course, Michael Phelps is on it, um, who is one of the greatest Olympians of all time. Um, going to some of their investors um, and investing, they actually closed their series series e financing round at a hundred million dollars and this puts them valued at 1.2 billion dollars um i don't know what a b c d were uh but fine or series e was 100 million dollars valued at 1.2 billion um so they are a unicorn co company a unicorn company is a company that's valued over a billion dollars in the past it used to be a lot more outlierish where it was like holy smokes this company's worth more than a billion dollars um, we're seeing a few more companies uh, i think recently like airbnb was over was valued over a billion dollars don't quote me on that um, but just 
it's it's still extremely rare um, in the in the simplest case. Um, but what really stands out to me is the investors, the people that actually believe in this product to actually throw money into it. Um, so starting with NFL players, we have Patrick Mahomes, Larry Fitzgerald, and, and Eli Manning. All of them are Hall of Famers. Um, Patrick Mahomes obviously on the trajectory to be Hall of Famer. Larry Larry Fitzgerald's a Hall of Famer, and Eli Manning uh, probably a Hall of Hall of Famer. Uh, you also have Kevin Durant. Um, Kevin Durant's obviously one of the greatest basketball players playing right now. Uh, you have Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas in the golf side. Um, you have the CEO of Twitter and Square, Jack Dorsey, in, invested in it. And actually, the late David Stern, who is a former NBA commissioner, was invested in it. So these are obviously uh, an A-list of investors, an A-list of athletes that are invested into the company that use Whoop and who believe in the company enough to give them that money. Um, one of the reasons why this might be is this was an article posted in November um, with Sport Techie. In the past 12 months, membership for Whoop grew over five times and their recurring revenue grew over 380%. That is pretty mind-boggling. That is some phenomenal numbers. Um, and Mahomes, Fitzgerald, Manning, all these guys are going to get a really good turn on their money when this goes public, which I would assume would be within two years. Um, they haven't said this uh, initially, or they haven't even publicly said this, but it's just my hunch with this investors and the, the growth that they're at that they'll definitely be going public within two years. And this is something that I will uh, certainly invest in. Um, one cool story from this is in the PGA Golf, uh, when they were at the RBC, T RBC Heritage event, PGA Golf was actually one of the first um, worst event, first events to open up to uh, pro sports to their tournaments. Um, and so when they invited everyone back in, there was obviously a big concern with COVID. And Nick Watney had his whoop strap on, woke up on a Friday morning uh, with a really high respiratory rate. Um, I think his average was between like 14 and 15, and he was actually at 17, which is a huge jump overnight. Um, and so he was thinking, hey, maybe I should get tested for COVID. I don't have any other symptoms, but the swoop strap is telling me that um, my respiratory rate's really high. Ended up getting tested for COVID and tested positive. Um, and so the tour actually gave out a thousand straps immediately to players, caddies, and essential personnel. Um, on the Whoop podcast, Will talks to the commissioner of golf. It was a really cool, um, really cool podcast that he did with him. Uh, I'm super excited for it. Um, and they're actually now tracking like live, like the heart rates of like Roy McElroy and like Justin Thomas and all these great golfers, which is really cool. So if like they're hitting like a for like a eagle shot way out there and it's getting closer and closer. You can just see their heart rate go from like 110 all the way up to like 140, which is really cool. Um, another reason that I'm really, really excited for this company is the people that they have employed. They are growing at an absurd rate. Um, in quarter one of 2021, Whoop received over 12,000 applicants, held 632 interviews and hired 111 new team members. And they are located in the Boston area. So I'm assuming that these are going to be some really, really smart people from like Harvard, MIT, all over the nation, uh, joining in this biometric company, biohealth company. Um, so these are some of the key metrics that I have looked at with Whoop and why I believe that they are really really primed to succeed going into the future. Um, but with the good, there always is the bad. Um, and we, I will share a few of my bad tips, why I don't like whoop or what the bad tips are um, with whoop. So let's jump into that. So I don't want to be blind to the bad things about whoop. I know I've been hyping whoop up a lot. And if you made it this far in the episode, I do want to caution you. This is not going to be the good things about whoop uh, and stuff that I certainly hope changes. Uh, if they do go public, um, so the first thing would be they have a thirty month thirty dollars a month subscription fee. Um, this is for a six month plan, and you are committed for six months, so you're at least paying one hundred and eighty dollars if you do an annual plan. I know it's a little bit cheaper, 
Um, but it is $30 a month to subscribe uh, to Whoop and get all this data for you. Um, it's just kind of annoying. I wish it was more of a fixed cost of like $300, $350. I would pay that in a heartbeat uh, knowing a, you know what Whoop provides you. Um, I'm not sure they must have tested this out beforehand um, or the sub subscription model itself is just going to kind of blow up. I saw an article the other day talking about the sub subscription model is the future. Um, so maybe they're just ahead of the curve. Um, I think they probably are, but I do wish it was a fixed cost like a uh, Apple Watch. I don't even know how much, how much Apple Watches are now, um, but I do kind of wish that it was more of a fixed cost. Um, so that is my biggest con with it. Um, it is annoying. I think the 26 I get billed every day or every, every month um, for $30 subscription fee. The other one would be just the learning curve in general to understand everything. Um, a lot of their data isn't intuitive, but maybe I, I wouldn't want it that way. I would want to know what my heart rate variability is. I don't really know what it means. Now, I think it's the difference in heart in what your heart beats uh, between each beat. Um, that's my little bit of knowledge on it. I need to do more. Um, and then just like respiratory rate, I had to like look up what it means um, so a lot of it isn't intuitive and within the app um, i'm not a huge fan of the app i think there's a lot of different uh, i don't know what it is different screens that you really have to search for there's a lot of swiping to do um, I, I remember my first like three weeks of that i was like okay where do i get my like sleep need for the night and i'd be having to click through everything search through everything i don't think it's a very uh i don't want to say user friendly but i'm gonna say user friendly i don't think it's a very user friendly app um, I think that it's very sleek looking. I will say that it looks very cool, but I don't think it's a very uh, friendly app. Um, so that is one of my takeaways. Those are actually the two takeaways that I have uh, for the bad of Whoop. Um, overall, I really do think Whoop is worth it. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, why I'm excited for the future and why I am really high on Whoop and high on wearables that can tell you all this biometrics um, and what specifically about Whoop makes me excited for them. So what makes me so excited about Whoop? Um, there's a lot of things. Uh, first is just what it does, the biometrics in itself and the data that uh, really enables you to make those conscious health decisions, um, to live a better life, to live a healthier life. Um, one of the spaces that I'm always interested in is just like this health and wellness space. Um, and I think Whoop is absolutely killing it in recovery. I think that recovery in the next decade is really going to blow up um, and people are going to be more aware of the decisions that they're making and the way that it's affecting their body. And I think that uh, Whoop is at really the forefront of that uh, with the Whoop strap. Um, I'm also super excited just about the mix of investors that they have. When you have people like Kevin Durant, Patrick Mahomes, um, Jack Dorsey, uh, once these people start investing, you know that they're really going to start uh, kicking it up, putting in another gear. Um, and that's just one reason that I think like, yeah, this is going to be a very successful company just because you have people on board who really believe in your product and then actually use your product. Um, I'm super excited just because I think Will, I think he is a great CEO and entrepreneur, as I, as I can tell from the outside. I'm not in Whoop. Um, but just his background and his experiences growing this, I think that that will continue to grow. Um, so Whoop overall, I really enjoy my experience with Whoop. Uh, there's a few things, just the subscription model itself, I don't really enjoy. Uh, but overall, the data that it provides me to wake up every day and know exactly how my body recovered, I think is really powerful. Um, and it's really helped me lead a healthier life. Um, I'm super excited for the future of Whoop. Um, my big prediction, I think I said this earlier, um, but is that I really do think that they're going to be going public within the next two years. Uh, I'm going to officially uh, put that 
take out there that I think that they will be going public. Um, and I will definitely be investing in them just because I believe in the product itself. And I really believe in the mission that they're trying to accomplish um, and unlocking human performance. So I'm super excited for Whoop. And guys, if you are really, if you're wanting to get on Whoop as well, um, I'm going to have a code in the bio where it gives you like a free month. Everyone gets this. Um, so like I said, this is an advertisement uh, podcast. Uh, everyone gets this free month if you buy Whoop. Um, and so you get a free month, I get a free month. Um, so really beneficial in that sense. Um, so guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This was a different format, uh, but overall, I really enjoyed it. It was fun doing the research on Whoop. Um, it's a company that I'm really interested in. Um, and so driving a little bit more to like the crunch base and more of the news about Whoop um, was really cool. So guys, if you enjoyed this episode as well, uh, don't forget to click follow, subscribe, whatever it is. Um, and let me know what you think of this episode, what I should include, shouldn't include. Um, so thank you so much. And as Will Ahmed would say, stay in the green.